again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris. And it's good to be back after a bit of a hiatus here. We're starting to get into our summer schedule and I was finishing up classes and finishing up the semester and you've been dealing with work things and getting life back in order. Yeah. Hopping around on one foot for a while. So yes. <laughs> having some uh, physical issues, but uh, back back at it, ready to rock it. Yes. And we're going to rock it today. I've got my razors here, Dave. Uh, you do? Okay. Oh, I also I have gonna... uh, my Alba Cortuna. Okay. <laughs> I, I That must mean that we're going to be talking about some shaved fish today. That's right. That's right. Yes. We uh, we were thinking, you know, we back in episode 90, we did an episode about compilation, compilation. We kind of went through all the well compilations and for lennon you know we up to 2016 we talked about all of the different releases of greatest hits and collections mm -hmm. uh and we talked about shaved fish but not not terribly much i don't think in a lot of great detail but it, we thought if, instead of just going through that again and really trying to pick the best one we thought that it would be interesting to talk about shaved fish a little more in detail because it is the only Lennon collection that was released during his lifetime, his only quasi greatest hits up to 1975. And so that makes it valuable. It was also one of the last releases on Apple Records, which makes it as well kind of interesting. And to get the discussion going, I thought I'd read a little bit from Nicholas Schaffner's The Beatles Forever book about this. And he says, in autumn of 1975, Apple released its two final albums. Shaved Fish compiled Lennon's first 11 solo singles and Blast From Your Past, Ringo's first eight. Despite the fact that many of these tunes had never appeared on LPs before, neither collection of greatest hits and flops sold especially well. Shaved Fish is enhanced by its color covers illustrations of each selection. Together with the music, these had undergone an evocative document of all the phases John had gone through over the past six years. Pacifist, Primal Screamer, Leafleteer, and Dreamer. So, and the time of this is also very interesting because it was right when John was trying to get his green card, which is alluded to in one of the illustrations on the cover. So... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm curious. Now, your just, just to mention the cover yeah. too, yeah. Uh, a really uh, great cover, very uh, uh, fun to watch. And the illustrations were done made by a guy named Michael Bryan. Roy Kohara was the art director of the album. So, yeah, I I, I like the uh, the cover is so good that you could just buy the album just for the cover especially if you find it at a good uh price uh at a record store my wife's brother zach bought it saw the cover he was like oh this is cool bought it uh and then it had a, a some other dumb record in there oh no, so, no. <laughs> he didn't get to enjoy the album but it, oh. i was like well cover's cool dude it is <laughs> it's almost frameable you could just frame that yeah cover and it it's a fascinating collection for a lot of reasons for good and bad i'd say but we thought it would be interesting to talk about this and then compare it to the most kind of bookends here the first and the last or at least most recent and hopefully the last i think how much how many times can you repackage these same songs yeah uh, but the uh, give me some truth collection from a few years ago 
-hmm. and uh, we're, we want to look and see what songs are kept and what songs are kind of the staples and then what's been left out through yeah. the years and what doesn't appear anymore maybe so, maybe certain titles for uh, yeah. words in the title yeah <laughs> that might tough. be might be uh, something yeah uh, um the other thing is for the uber collector who needs to have every little thing a couple of these tunes are the a very unique mix yes uh on a, a few of these uh tracks so we'll bring those up as we go along here so for a guy like you and me we probably would have needed this in our collection no matter what just for these 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 weird little versions of because we want every version there could be yeah yeah and not to mention it's also on an apple it's on apple so that yeah gives it more part of the story more than something that was released after he died when it was not in his hands exactly exactly one other thing that I was thinking about is this isn't going to be reissued probably, no. right? There wouldn't be any reason to do it. Uh, the only circumstance I could see that it would be is, you know how Wings Greatest was, oh, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, re-released in that because they were like, well, let's get all those out there on vinyl again in like different colored versions mm -hmm. of it. So you got the, the Wings Greatest and Choba CCCP and some <laughs> some of those came right. out all at the same time, so maybe they do that with linen stuff, but I don't think so. No. I don't think I I my prediction is if you want this, you're gonna have to get the 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 old vinyl yeah. copy. I got mine at my local record shop for ten dollars. It's a good deal. Um, Very good deal. It is good in, in good condition. Yeah, um, you can get it uh, there. It came out obviously on cassette. And then I think I think it came out on CD, but I, I never had it. No, I didn't either. There was a CD yeah. release, but I didn't have it either. Uh, it, it's, you know, recently we talked before we started recording about John's solo career a little bit and about because there was a recent video by a podcaster who did a really interesting video of ranking Lennon's solo albums. Uh, his name was Elliot Roberts. Yeah. And it, and it made me think a lot about Lennon's solo career. And I, I, I used to think it was one of the better of the Beatles solo careers, but now in a way, I think it's just kind of sad because it, it was so abruptly stopped Yeah, and, and you just never got to see where it would go. Whereas you can't compare it to Lennon or to McCartney or to Harrison who lived longer. And it just seems so, I don't know. I almost feel sorry for John in a lot of ways. Yeah, it feels like, oh, he finally was like uh, kind of centered and just could have done whatever he wanted to without even caring what anybody thought. Yeah. And then, you know, cut short. So, right. you know, right. I mean, if watching The Wheels and uh, Mother or I'm sorry, A Woman and mm -hmm. songs like that were any indication and even nobody told me, which was yeah. kind of yeah. half finished, not even, you know, for the demo track version of it is right. what we ended up getting and that was awesome yeah so, absolutely <laughs> i would think it would have uh you know taken some interesting turns and because i think unfortunately what you're left with on this album at least the way it's set up is a little bit of a mixed bag i think you have yeah. some songs that are pretty successful now these were all singles i mentioned in some way shape or form 
some are pretty successful, some are maybe not, and some are just good iconic tracks. I, I don't know. It, like it's really all over the map. It's really, if you'd I think if you compared five years of McCartney from 1969 to 74, or compare this to Lennon, it's not, there's a lot more diversity on John's stuff than on Paul's from that early period. Yeah. Just, you know, from the political stuff to the, to the screen, like, like Schaffner said, the primal screaming of mother or happy Christmas and number nine dream and mm -hmm. your, your favorite Saturday night live, whatever gets you through the night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other, there's another element of this, which when I was reading up on this on, and then you can see this on the, the Wikipedia article is apparently he was having some trouble getting the the tapes yeah and yeah. You had to use dubs for power of the people so <laughs> the fidelity on this is not as it as good as some of the other collections certainly the latest one is a, a, a step way above oh yeah uh so it's kind of a you know a choppy and you can tell the difference like when power of the people plays to when you know even side b when uh or even uh Number nine dream. Oh yeah. Seems totally a lot better. Oh, it's it's much cleaner and yeah. better recording. Uh, uh so um uh, yeah, so that drags it down maybe a notch. Yeah, the sound quality. Yeah. It a little more about the packaging before we get into the tracks, but it, it's got the lyrics on one side of the insert and then a big red circle that I'm looking at in Chris's background right now. Was that the Japanese flag? Yeah, or... that's it kind of looks like that. It's maybe hard to say. Yeah. Uh the other thing too, of course, this one, this is an original copy. So it's uh give piece of chance it's credited to Lennon oh, McCartney yeah. on yeah. this version. And I think that that would not be the case uh uh today for sure. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Good point. Yeah. I wonder what you think of the back cover with the fish tin where net weight is one LP. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah. 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 Clever, clever. Yeah. And there's, a, there's a quote here at the bottom from Dr. Winston Oboogie. A conspiracy of silence speaks louder than words. So John being very profound. Yeah. That comment. <laughs> Well, should we get into the track listing here and talk about what we think of the yeah. selections here? You, uh, so you remember when we, I think it's on uh, Extra Texture and there's a, a bit more of you. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, this album starts out with a, <laughs> a little bit of get, Give Peace a Chance. It's like a snack version of <laughs> Give Peace a Chance. What do you think of that? It's a weird opener because yeah. it fades in and it's yeah kind of it's, it's slowly just, too slowly yeah it's kind of a long fade in it's the uh, the chorus I mean I I think I've said before on this podcast that I think give peace a chance is very repetitive and gets a little too long so yeah. I like the the brevity but not in this I, I mean it's it was an important single I think it should have been there it's kind of a yeah. weird starter yeah I why yeah, I, I don't know, the I don't know why. And you know, we'll we'll hear it's not the last time we'll hear give no. a chance. Weird choice with all that. However, I'm sort of like, man, that's fine. Yeah, that's like, how I move on. Because <laughs> I'm not a big give piece of chance fan. No. So I'm sort of like, all right, let's get let's get let's get to the next 
next track. And so. so it fades, kind of fades out, and then you have a, and suddenly Cold Turkey starts with that riff mm-hmm. and comes in. This is a, it's not a, well, I was going to say, it's actually not a chronological collection because you have Imagine coming after a Woman is the uh of the world. And it's not quite in the right order of things. We're doing uh, uh. uh. We're gonna- <laughs> I was going to say Instead woman of is beep like, mm. or, or yeah. blank or yeah, ble- <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. in, in the, in our, uh, I just listened to compilation, compilation episode 90. Mm-hmm. And you just said woman is the, of the world. You left <laughs> so it we just let it silent. Play. Okay. Okay. But it was, I, I kind of like the, uh, yeah. Was, woman is the, uh, of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. But cold Turkey comes in next and mm-hmm. sounds good yeah yeah it fits i think right there well followed by instant karma yeah and this is the uk single mix which i guess the u.s single mix was slightly different so now i i need to go find the u.s single mix now great (laughs) and i i didn't really notice much of a difference i don't know did you catch anything Uh, no it seemed a little i don't know if it seemed I, I mean, the thing that always stands out to me with Instant Karma is that echoey, the reverb, you know, the, the reverby uh, thing to it. So that was very, you know, present in the mix. Yeah, good. And then followed up by your favorite song, "Power to the People." Yeah, right yeah. on, right on, right on. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, none of this, none of this listening to this this week tired me out or anything. And really, we did kind of decided what to do pretty quickly and so i, I might have not got the repetitive listens i got in uh <laughs> for the previous uh, uh thing that we listened to for a full month oh yeah power of the people did get a little I'm, i do kind of run out of interest for that is it, is it the sax solo or the <laughs> i don't know i think it's maybe the background singing oh that's right a lot of background vocals the yeah. choir on there yeah it's not my favorite john lennon's song but you know i did listen to to it and i also listened to the version on um give me some truth uh, which we'll talk about a little bit yeah towards the end of the episode and i prefer the give me some much different yeah Yeah. much different and obviously the some of the mixes here like we were saying they didn't he didn't quite have the you know, I, I, I remixing and remastering and stuff like yeah. that. Where, where, where is, was that even invented? No, yeah, you know? no, yeah. And like, like now we would have used the for the next song for Mother, we would have had the the Plastic Ono band set mix. But, but this is its own interesting one, isn't this? There's something different about this one too. Yeah, it includes the bells at the intro, not present on the single edit. But it was on the album. However, it fades out later than the single, but earlier than the album fades out. <laughs> that so I did notice. Running time is five oh three. Yeah. So it definitely and you can definitely hear it fades yeah. out before the LP would have. Yes. Know. So I did notice that. So that like it goes to the complete completest idea here. You want the different yeah. mix. That's on one here. of the highlights. The, we, you know, oh, we got to get that for that mother mix. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hear that fade out. Already. That f- 
that's how crazy we are as uh, (laughs) as uber fans you know but yeah however uh you know a couple mentions of the reviews of the time were like it's a weird choice to include mother why mother was picked because mother felt very unique to the plastic ono band album but it was released as a single so i can see why he included it here it doesn't bother me i like the song so um but i i can probably see that point of view and it's not on other greatest hits things well that's yeah hold that thought because that's something we're gonna check out like what yeah when john when it was out of john's hands yeah what were the decisions for what were his greatest hits and that's that's a really good point and actually it's a back-to-back here isn't it because then the next song is quite problematic yeah for obvious reasons for the title but you know we've never talked about sometime in new york city i know because we've been waiting all year for some announcement and here we are in mid-may and or toward the end of may and we still don't have anything yeah well uh, the, but yeah we know what song this is yes woman is the uh, of this of the world of the world we're not gonna you know uh, yeah. i'm not gonna be caught dead on tape oh no <laughs> on a recording saying oh, no. a, a certain word it's it's problematic at the time linen if controversial at the time even yeah linen uh if you want to watch uh his appearance on i believe dick cavett where he at length explains the meaning of the song and defends why he wrote the song and all that, that's fine. But definitely if someone wrote a song like this today, a white man wrote a song like this today would so be canceled, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, However, at the time, and I, I think, I think it was intended with good intentions. Yes. Uh, however, it's, you know, it's obviously a, a problem. Yeah, it is. Um, and so I, I wonder what you think of the the song as a song. So apart from the, you know, it's a feminist anthem. It was a, something that Yoko had said, and it's obviously a pro-feminist uh, song. But how about, how does the song work for you? Because I, I, like I said, I don't think we've really even talked about this much. Uh, so this particular song. This made me think of, and actually when I went to buy this record, I was like, oh, look, they've got a live in New York City. And I used to have that on cassette and play it just constantly. And this was one of the songs he played live. And he was very, you know, he was very into the song. He played it on national television. Yeah. yeah. You know, Um, and I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. but thinking was i ever a kid full-throatedly singing uh, <laughs> along with this song i thought back to and i'm like oh my god no 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 please please no but um um yeah so it's but as a tune it's not a bad tune no and we make a painter face and dance, and dance. like yeah. yeah you know i like you know and, and it's a, that part of it <laughs> is like does make you even think and feel something like oh yeah oh yeah but oh boy just you know you can't yeah Yeah. it's one of those things that's kind of hard to detach that the title and the constant controversy of it from the music itself even though i do like you i think it's a good tune and it's catchy it does stick in your head it's a good and a good production very phil spectory and 
Yeah, a lot of production on it too, yeah. and subtle, subtle production and good production. Um, and the live version, I think, was good. Uh, when they played it live, I think they did it real well and had a big sax solo and all yeah. that kind of thing. So uh, pretty good. This uh, is an this edit is exclusive to this uh, uh, compilation, and the version on uh, the single was and the LP were as longer. So this is a little bit of a shortened version. So yet another reason to get the album. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, a few less, few, few <laughs> fewer seconds of we make a paint a face and dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but but it's, uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll hold our judgment of much more from sometime in New York city until hopefully yeah. we get a release. Yeah. And we can talk about it again, but it, this collection is unique because of that song being on it. I think that's when, part of it. Yes. When um, I was talking, I've talked a lot over the years about, oh, this McCartney song would be great to play for a kid uh, or this Beatles song. Oh, mm. yeah, it's good. Good for kids to learn this song <laughs> or that song. Don't play. Don't play this song for your kid until he's like 20 or 20. Yeah, yeah this is not a good. Uh, so there's many others. Just like in maybe, case, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like maybe you, if I were you, I might start with the the next song. If you flip the album, over, oh yeah, start with that one. So imagine, yeah, comes in. It's a good starter, just like on the album. Imagine it starts things off and sounds good. I don't think there's anything unique about this version. Nope. Yeah, what I'm can never you say? gonna kick. Imagine out of bed for eating crackers. No, never. <laughs> um, no, but it, but is that not a jarring change to the next song though? I don't know. I, you know, it's, uh, it works wanna, for me. Yeah. After a slow one, you want something peppy, and boy, do you get it with whatever gets you through the night? Uh, once again, an exclusive edit. Yeah. Um, this is shorter than both the single, which was uh, three twenty, and the the LP version, which is three twenty four. Oh. This is only three oh three here. Ooh, did so. you catch that it was? Uh, it they faded out earlier, or? I, I, I yeah, sort of not yeah. I know I probably didn't you know I'm not <laughs> I have a hard time picking up on those type of things too yeah. sometimes but um I wasn't paying attention that closely yeah I wasn't paying attention that closely to that that one but uh I like the song I'm I've oh yeah I've, yeah. I've joked around about it over the years but <laughs> I, I like the song and I like Elton John I really like 70s Elton John a lot yeah yeah <laughs> definitely so, um, definitely so it's it's a good song you have to have it on there because it was his number one so had yeah. to make the collection and uh, then it goes into mind games next mm -hmm. so that works coming out yeah. of whatever gets you through tonight even though once again we're sort of skipping around chronologically right so it's not it's not a total chronological thing uh which but as a album sequence i think it works because Mind Games is sort of a medium paced song, keeps up that inner energy that's and whatever gets you through the night. So, and it's not a different; it's the exact single the uh, yeah. mix, and so yeah. And then uh, next song is I when I was listening to this, I was thinking this has to be one of my favorite. I want to say top three Lennon solo songs, and that's Number Nine Dream. It's, yeah, when this came on. Cause I've just played the album back in a row and it's like, I just stopped. Like, oh man, yeah. that was such a good song. Wow. 
a great song and also just a great i i like the mix of it on this um yeah maybe more so than maybe this is one of the few that i think is like perfectly done mix wise on this compared to future well i, I don't you know i don't sit yeah. around listening back to back comparing mixes and comparing it career and plus you're like listening on a record player and then you you don't you know cd and then yeah so different <laughs> streaming yeah. and yeah. then you know and even i have a sort of a, a junky uh victrola that i won that's in this Ooh. room uh versus my regular record player which is uh uh going uh bluetooth Mm. into some better speakers so you know it's like <laughs> like you're gonna get different sounds out of different systems and so it's kind of hard to also kind of you know parse yeah. oh this mix versus that mix but this but this listening to it all week i was like oh man so perfect and yeah the really strings is. are not over overpowering you they're just sort of they're perfectly it's perfectly dreamy you yes know? yes yeah so a real standout one thing though was my wife was like what what's he saying and i'm like they're made up words <laughs> uh bawakawa puse puse yes yes <laughs> he thought maybe is he saying uh Something else? some other word yeah <laughs> so i'm like no that's not the trouble song let me flip no we, we heard that one already <laughs> <laughs> side for you yeah <laughs> well so then after you've got this big high of you know, peace peace and dreaminess of number nine dream then it goes into happy christmas which followed by this weird reprise of give peace a chance and to me it really kind of falls flat so because yeah. of the weird crossfade you suddenly have you're fading out you don't get to hear the the you know everyone likes at the end of happy christmas when they're all clapping and you know, yeah um, it's starting it sort of starts into that but then we fit crossfit yeah we crossfade into on the album it just says reprise give peace a chance yeah so then you have to look up the information about it and it comes from the one-to-one -one concert okay which mm -hmm. john lennon uh was performed in in a big hard helmet <laughs> right <laughs> And this performance, though, is from that, uh, from like a jam where a bunch of people are on the stage. And the voice you're actually hearing at the end of this album is Stevie Wonder. Kind oh, of. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Singing Give yeah. Peace a Chance. So it's sort of like, why? Hmm. It's confusing, though. It, it, all it did to me was confuse me a bunch of times. Yeah. And. I want to hear, I want that full version. Why, why, yeah. why are we not getting that full version of the one-to-one -one concert? That would have been like, why not forget the first give piece a chance Yeah, and just give us the whole one-to-one -one concert, give piece a chance as its own thing, either at the beginning or the end of the album. Now mm -hmm. you got a fresh thing. It's like, Oh, awesome. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that helps your sales out, <laughs> you know? So that it was a bizarre decision. I don't understand yeah. it. And I don't think it helps. I think it's a kind of a, a dud or kind of a thud ending. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a, yeah. it's very, definitely very strange ending. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes for a unique thing. True. Um, I mean, what, what are, what's your thought on an album closer of happy Christmas? 
like let's let's forget the give peace a chance i guess that's i guess that's all right for me it's sort of like the end of the year kind of feeling Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. so yeah makes sense it works that i don't think you needed to to mar it with this with as great as stevie is it's kind of not yeah the right context for him here yeah i don't i yeah it's very 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 bizarre yeah so but yeah, that that's uh, so that's shaved fish. That's shaved fish. Now, yeah, and then John was gone for five years. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now when we when we talked in our um, in our episode, we did not pick shaved fish as our, <laughs> and we gave recommendations of which one should you get. Mm-hmm. And we did not pick shaved fish. I think we picked that second compilation. Maybe the John Lennon, John Lennon collection. collection. Yeah. And then we yeah. have the ultimate, you know, we were yep. making fun a lot because there's a lot. <laughs> oh, that's the right. Ultimate singles and the, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the, the complete, the definitive. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here, here it's a few years ago now, and we get Give Me Some Truth, John Lennon, which I wasn't going to get. And at the time, the reaction to the collection coming out, was like who needs this yeah redundant uh, uh redundant and i think that m- a lot of the negative reaction to it was hey we really want this other thing yeah <laughs> and what we really wanted was the uh, plastic ono band set oh it was kind of like and a we're... consolation prize or something yeah and yeah. it was like damn it give us a plastic ono band set well guess yeah. what everybody relax we got the we got it that. <laughs> we can all breathe a sigh of relief so now looking on the rear view mirror i got a copy of the two vinyl set of give me some truth which i got on for 15 dollars on, mm. on just an amazing good deal d- a deal and it's even the colored vinyl version of it mm-hmm. and i kind of love it dave it's it's like really yeah sounds fantastic all the mixes are good there's a few of the mixes are are stuff we didn't get yet and uh there's a live come together from the the Mm. it's the only new uh re uh, hopefully give us a reissue of the live in new york city we gotta have it yeah um uh but yeah and it's got all these it's got pretty much i mean it's got many of these tracks on it so i think now for me my recommendation is going to be if you're gonna have if you're gonna go buy a one of these collections and that's the only thing you're gonna have that's john lennon it's got to be the give me some truth hmm. to me okay well but so we're, i know we're talking to other uber collectors right so we're you know people are oh what are you crazy you, you know <laughs> and you probably don't need it if you're an uber collector like you or me or right like that. but i couldn't help myself for 15 dollars. no you can I, I wouldn't turn that down either <laughs> so <laughs> i guess the criticism would be the same thing that well it's not, yeah i guess for the beatles box sets too you know we've talked about many times the the remixed versions of the songs it's not trying to replace i don't think the intention was to replace the original because you can't do that it yeah. was to give you a different almost a different listening experience this one is kind of you know it's the same idea here where sean changed some sean and whoever else was on the, the recording but they they yeah. did some different changes and that's not the way john intended it but 
you know, it's we don't know what John would have done if he had access to technology like that. So yeah, hard to say, but it's it's a different way to hear it. Exactly, exactly. The other, the other, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a failing of Shave Fish, but Stand by Me was out, right? Yeah, yeah. And that they like easily could have popped Stand by Me on there, and that would have been a a really complete collection of the time. Yep. But I think he didn't want to uh, hurt the probably still going on album sales of the rock and roll record. Yeah. Which probably wasn't doing all that hot. It wasn't doing that to, well. No. Compared to the other stuff. So, you know, um, it is on this little collection that I uh, uh, have here that give me some truth. So and it sounds really good on that, too. So I'm curious then. So what we talked, we, we alluded to this, but something I said we would do was to talk about what songs have not made it all the mm-hmm. way to 2020 or whenever give me some truth was released and i think there's only two probably on here yeah. that haven't made it yep well i'm also looking at my cd oh, yeah. of the john lennon collection i believe this was the one we recommended john yes lennon collection. still a great collection yeah. great collection you you said that you had this and just wore it out i wore out but, the record yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. It is missing a couple of tra- yeah. <laughs> tracks, and and those are those two back to back that uh, in the side one about women. Maybe it's a patriarchy, or there's some someone's trying to keep women off the album here. No, the song no. "Woman's" on here, Dave. Oh, oh, my theory's gone. Okay, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not it. <laughs> there's a "Dear Yoko's" on here. Mm, all right, all right. Move well, over, Miss L's even on here, which is kind of a strange. Uh, yeah. A strange addition compared to a certain thing but yeah mother and uh woman is the uh, of the world uh, <laughs> did not make not, it did past. not make either of the other two collections that we brought up no. uh, probably makes sense to me and they did represent on lennon collection didn't they represent plastic ono band with love if i remember correctly oh yes love is on here that yeah. would have been great to be, yeah. have love or, um, you know, like I said, stay, if you replace those two with love and stand by me and we got a, a, a dynamite. Yeah. You know, shave fish, but, and, and a one-to-one concert in full, give, give piece a chance. a chance. You can hear Stevie just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I don't think our opinion has changed too much probably. Although now, now you're recommending, give me some truth as the, the way to go so maybe yeah. it's the best for a new fan or somebody getting yeah into i think i think if you're trying if you're I, I know a lot of the times i'm thinking about getting other people who aren't big fans into but maybe they are collectors maybe they still they're record collectors or or they're they're looking for to to blow out and grow their vinyl collection or they're still listening on media CDs. like physical yeah. media mm-hmm. i would say yeah have them get the you know two disc version of give me some truth i think the box set the big lp that you know there that's the uh, my other issue is now we can't just have a two a one thing come out it's no. always like five different versions um colored or, vinyl or or in the in yeah. the case of like like how many freaking mccartney three imagined colored <laughs> vinyl variations to, 
do we need to force certain YouTube people to buy? <laughs> right. And waste all their money on. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but um, there, there, there is like you know, I would think that the way to go with a collection like this would be a two disc or something like that, mm-hmm. because a four disc. Pierre McCartney was like a four disc yeah. thing. It's too but much. It's too much. It's too expensive. Yeah. Too much. And you're just trying to get somebody in the door. Yeah. These collections. You're not trying to like cover all the bases, <laughs> which Pierre McCartney didn't even cover all the bases because no. they left flowers and dirt off of there because that was about to come out. Right. Right. So it's like, you know, there's there's issues with all of them. So I like the I I like and have listened to the Gimme Some Truth. It's a good when I'm feeling like a greatest hits. It's uh, yeah, it's a good, good one. one. But I didn't mind Shape Fish this week. It was it was no. a fun listen and fun to hear those slightly different versions. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> um, well, and that's the thing is that these are the singles, and a lot of these songs are the most iconic John songs that you think of. As you say, John Lennon, you think Imagine, you think Give Peace a Chance, even though it's in a weird version. You think Happy Christmas, you think Mind Games or mm-hmm. whatever gets you through the night. They're all kind of the the staple go-to Lennon songs. Yeah, uh, it's just, just very much of its time, I think. And maybe someday we should do a, a blast from the past to do the Ringo. Oh, we got to do that. Yeah, because yeah. that's maybe well, we've like had a, so many negative Ringo. Uh, I know things. that would be a good but one. We should do Black Blast from the Past, which is a excellent collection. Yes, it is. Um, you know, and, and you know, we had a good conversation. But if you got it, if you get it a chance, pop back to episode ninety if you haven't heard it in a while, and listen to our compilation compilation because we talk at length about that. There's not really a comprehensive enough George. Oh yeah, that there's the George, problems with all of them. Yeah, there's some issues with all of them. Some things left out or some things included that were strange and yeah. Yeah, so they're still we still might be looking for the right George one. I don't think they're going to be releasing another greatest hits or anything next. But and then we had another a bit of news is that the Fest for Beetle fans will be returning after COVID pandemic uh, hiatus for a couple of years to Chicago at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare at the usual place where it's been for decades now. Yeah, and in August, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's too much to say. It looks like yeah. What are the dates? Pretty identical guest list to what we saw in New York. So it's the same Lawrence Juber and uh, Peter Asher and Chris O'Dell, who's been a former guest on I've Got a Beatles podcast, and some other Beatle people are yeah. uh, Kim Womack, yeah, yeah. Mark Lewis, August twelfth through fourteenth. Okay, so. Keep right. that on your calendar if you want to uh, go attend that. Yes, uh, if you if you uh, you can try to talk Chris into coming down and <laughs> visiting and uh, at least having a drink in the hotel or something. I blew it one time. I was going to meet uh, a friend of the show, Sam. Yes, and then I just couldn't make it because I had a show that night or some some sort of reason I couldn't make it. I felt bad about it later, but uh, we went once together, yeah. and that was kind of enough for me i'm not i'm a little bit you know a little bit uh face-to-face shy you know i'm not i'm a little uh 
I'm mean, like that commercial, that Geico commercial about the introvert. <laughs> I, I took a test. I found out I was an introvert. It's extremely <laughs> rare. So, but a yeah. uh, little bit, uh, you know, so I, 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 I may not be there, but uh, yeah, Peter Asher will still be there. Yep. Billy J. Kramer, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> so if, if you're, if you're into it, uh, yeah, now you can go COVID permitting, of course. Sure. Sure. So. Yeah, well, let us know what you think of these things as well as your preferred Lennon compilation. You can email us at I've got a Beatles podcast at hotmail.com or on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And uh, we're kind of in a holding pattern here, waiting to see. You know, we've got more episode ideas. We've never run out of those, but in yeah. terms of new releases, we're kind of in hiatus at the moment. So waiting for something to drop. Yeah, we we wait waiting for both the uh, you know the, the strongest rumor i guess is the linen sometime in new york city rumor yeah that there'll be some sort of release about that but i don't think that'll happen anytime soon no oh and then the other i guess the other little bit of news is yes the uh blu-ray and dvd of get back is officially on the calendar after the technical glitch delayed it um when you you can pick that up i believe in july yes so there is that but we will not be talking about that no no because uh, we already we talked, talked about, about it. so many episodes of it <laughs> yeah so oh i finally got my uh let it be yeah I, I i i finally got let it be on vinyl the and i got the the full set the four disc super deluxe set yeah the four disc plus the ep so yeah um, and I like it. It's You've good. been spinning that EP, so no, I haven't spun the EP <laughs> yet. But I, I, I've been spinning the Glenn Johns quite a bit. Oh, good, good. So it's good stuff. Cool. All right. Well, we will uh, be back at you soon with the video, hopefully, with song album career. We're gonna get back and record something for that soon. Yep. Yep. And then another episode of I've Got a Beatles podcast. So. Thanks for listening.